Tom Friedman in the New York Times was one of the first people to suggest that there is AC and BC, and you would switch those before Corona and after Corona. Uh, and it is in that spirit of the after and the before that our guest uh, today actually rejoins us. Payment, thank you for, for hopping on again uh, in respect to this time we are, we are going through. Um, let me ask you, as I said, I've just got a couple questions. One of them used to be a question that people, frankly, kind of threw away in asking them. And that was, how are you doing? Right? People used to say, oh, fine, busy, blah, blah, blah. What's the real answer now as to how you're doing? Yeah, I think for me, definitely like I agree with that quote on the AC and BC, just because especially when this thing first kicked off, it was pretty hard. I, I did feel a lot more anxious than I normally do. And I didn't really know why. And, and I think that was just like the pressures of trying to understand what would happen to our business, being worried about my friends and family getting sick, not really being able to leave the house as much as I'm used to, not really being able to see my friends, feeling like I was on my phone much more because that's the only way I could communicate with my friends, but also being on the phone continued to make me like more anxious or just more restless. So I think some of those things didn't make me feel good, uh, at least for the first couple of weeks uh, into this more quarantine, socially distanced world we're living in. And I think over the past week or so or two weeks have started to get into a new routine with this like time we're living in, as, as weird as that may sound. And and feeling a little bit better about it now. Of course, I still might, you know, my general worry level is higher than, than the average day. Uh, but I think as with everything, like we, we adapt to the situations we're in. And so I think my body and mind is trying to do its best in adapting as much as possible. Yeah. Well, speaking of adapting, um, as I've said, hopefully in just about every one of these podcasts, the pod, this podcast is designed to be a conversation about conversations. So there's a specific kind of conversation. I'd appreciate you um, uh, focusing in on trying to remember. Uh, and that was with your co-founders. Um, would you let us in on, as you started to both be told, I'm sure, and started to sense that this, these storm clouds were coming and the radical shift, the quarantine, the social distancing, all this stuff came so quickly, relatively speaking. I'd really like you to share, if possible, the, the conversation that, that you guys had. What was it like with the co-founders when, when you knew that this was coming? Yeah, I think all of us, you know, first we're dealing with our like internal emotions of these times we're living in separate from the business, both from like a safety standpoint to an unknown, like what is really going on here. And, and I think for us, we're, we're all pretty young. So we haven't really lived through any type of economic downturn. And this one of all of them is probably the most drastic and, and most quickly changing overnight situation we've seen. And so it, it was a lot about, you know, coming together and, and trying to come up with a plan on, on how we see the next 30, 60, 90 days going. 
without really having insight to what would happen to our sales or our manufacturing capabilities or our employees. Right. And I think that was like the first thing that we kept coming back to was like, we, we of course have a small team. We want to keep everyone in place and, and what needs to happen for us to be able to do that. Right. And how can we effectively manage this team across just zoom calls and phone calls and, and not being able to be face to face and communicate in the office like we normally do. Yeah. So I think that was a, that was the initial conversation. And, and from there, you know, we just tried to quickly move on things, uh, whether that was different loan and, and stimulus options for our business to just communicating and, and having a new style of, of communication with, with our employees and our team. I think those have been some of like the most important things that came from that conversation. Yeah. Well, in the spirit of, of asking the harder question, were there moments in those interactions that you look back on and wish would have gone better? Or was it, were you pretty, you know, the option is to say, no, it went great. We did everything right. You know, what, how would you, how, what have you learned from having gone through those conversations? Yeah. I mean, I think in hindsight, it's very easy to see based on what happened after the fact, right? Like we've, I think in a lot of ways been very lucky that our brand has been resonating and we've been able to turn our messaging into something that's very positive and applicable to this time. Given that we're a small company, it was much easier for us to do that. And, and we haven't seen a decrease in, in our demand. And, and, and so there's actually been like an increased following we've had throughout this time. So I feel like looking back, I, I would say like our, our communication and our decision-making went well, but that's really only because of what happened after that was a bit out of our control. So I think th that's why it's like hard, hard to talk about these things in hindsight. I do think we moved quickly. I think that we were trying to avoid any types of like immediate layoffs or pay reductions until we really knew what was going on and, you know, had our business gone gone down a bit over these past couple of months, maybe we would be questioning that decision. Right. Right. Well, um, you know, I was on the, the mad happy site today, getting ready for our call. And, and in our last, um, you know, BC conversation, I was extolling the sort of the excitement and the enjoyment I had from reading, uh, your local optimist page. And today I noticed, uh, and certainly recommend people go take a look at it at madhappy.com. Uh, the interview with Deepak Chopra uh, that, that you were able to do, which cues up my next question. Um, you spoke very clearly in the first, uh, in our first conversation, and I came to know the real attention that uh, you want connected to Mad Happy, and that is helping people uh, deal with mental health issues. Uh, since this has happened, have you heard of, been a part of, um, some conversations uh, around mental health, specifically because of the crisis? And what have any of those uh, been like for you related to the business? Yeah, I think for us that we saw, like a lot of people were just talking about this pandemic as the economic and, and, and the health one specifically related to COVID-19. But for us, like we've seen, of course, like that uncertainty and, and that time we're in leading to a lot of people having to deal with, with more things on the mental health side. And so for us, we just wanted to see how in this time that we're tested, how can we provide the most value and help as many of our 
you know, supporters and consumers as possible. And so that's how we started this, our Instagram live series, which we were lucky to have Deepak Chopra on as well as a bunch of other guests to really be able to like break down the situation, talk about how people are feeling right now and give practical tips for how people can get through this time and, and try to have a positive or optimistic perspective throughout it. That's great. Do you have even any raw or approximate analytics or anything on the live performances as a means of conversation on, on these ones? I mean, are you getting whatever, you know, hits or, or people listening? Yeah, definitely. So, so I think it's been interesting because when you do lives with, with other parties, like it brings their audience into it as well. So we've been able to create this like large following around our lives with like millions of people tuning in so far. Uh, we did one yesterday that had 350,000 total viewers. And that was like our biggest one to date. Uh, and of course, some of that is because of the guests you have on, but also some of it is because these things are really hitting home right now, we think, and people really do want to be talking about these things and, and understanding what's going on because a lot of people are like very confused. And yep. so we're just trying to provide an outlet for that, for whoever it makes sense. Whoever makes sense. Well, um, you should be proud of yourself. Not that you need to be told that, but um, providing that service in this time, um, really, despite having, whether it's 350, 350,000 or anything, it's immeasurable. Uh, what you're really doing there. Um, the last question for you, because um, I do want to be polite to your time. I know you're at the office and um, I also want to um, make sure I get this asked. You know, everybody, it is an easy thing, uh, no matter what you read or what you hear to talk about things that have changed. Uh, you know, the world has changed. I'd like, I'd like your sense of, as you look at your operations, as you look at your family, friends, girlfriend, whatever it may be, um, to share any thoughts on the question of what hasn't changed. What still matters like it did before? Yeah, I, th I think a time like this just like really showed me like, wow, like I'm spending so much <laughs> more time at home and with my family and, and with, with my brother and, and with my girlfriend that I probably wouldn't have spent otherwise. And we're very lucky in this case because we're basically at home and, and, and are, are made to be together more than we would have been. And of course there's a lot of people I can't interact with now, but it comes down to like the people that matter to me the most. I'm either with them at home and getting to spend time with them or I'm able to talk with them on the phone or, or, or do some walks around the neighborhood and, and, and try to stay safe. But I think that's what hasn't changed, right? The people and the relationships we have, but it's just about like keeping them and, and together in a different way and, and communicating in a different way. So I think those relationships are what I'm super grateful for. And, and then on the business end for us, it's just been like, we're doing the same thing, just messaging in a different way and using different mediums on the, on the digital channels instead of the physical ones that we're used to. Great, great. Well, Payman, thank you again for for jumping on again. Um, I, I'm 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 really glad I had a sense that this would be very additive to our time that we spent uh, here in my office. Um, congratulations again on all that viewership. That's been the highlight of of this for me. That people are tuning in from all over the world for you. Uh, and continue to put out uh, the, the good and cool product you do at madhappy.com. Thanks, Payment. Thank you.